You can fix almost anything in post. Uh, oh, hello everybody. Welcome back to uh, episode three of Tomorrow is Cancelled. Um, Wait, we're it's episode gonna two. Talk... It's episode three. What? No, it's episode two. Episode zero, episode one, right. episode two. Over. Episode two. The, the, the attack of the Patrick. All right. Um, no. We are we are going we're going live and uh, we're here to talk to you about summer uh, games fest about the Keelys and about hot hot noodles. It is June twelfth, everyone. Welcome. Those new June twelfth, twenty twenty two, and those noodles. Send send us some of those noodles there. Uh, oh man, it's my dead uncle's birthday. What do you got? What, what kind of noodles you got there? I'll send some nudes. Send some. No, send some away. Those are hot looking nude noodles. Mm. Noodly noodles. Anything on those noodles? Uh, butter. <laughs> some butter. Okay. Some some butter noodles. noodles. It was it was the quickest and laziest thing I could make before we recorded. Pat. What you got? What you got going on over there? I see you. Uh, you were sipping on something earlier. Something yeah, sweet. Yeah, you know, I cracked open. Uh, I cracked open a little drink called uh, Toby from a little brewery called Duncan's Abbey. You know. Oh. Oh. Wow. There's a, there's a great Jeez, segue. Yeah. Could they happen to be the same Duncan's Abbey that uh, gave me this this shirt? Still a podcast. No one can see this. That neat shirt. Why don't you, Matt, do a little twirl, no spin, show the back. No one can see? Yeah. Check yeah, out the back. Stand up there. Steven hasn't seen the back. Steven, check out the back. Look at that dog. Look at that beautiful mutt. Well, that is the back of a shirt there. Is that a mountain or a dog? That's a, that's a dog. It's a, it's well, a dog. That's Duncan, I, I'm assuming. For those of you just tuning in, last week... Uh, Matt and Pat and I traveled all the way up to Westchester. Hops, hops, hops on Hudson, but not not actually hops on Hudson event. No, wasn't it the Hudson Valley fermented? A much more like it's a, a mouthful of a name. Better name. Hudson Valley fermented a massive gathering of the best local breweries, such as the one that Matt's wearing. The list. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we don't have the list up, but I, I, Duncan's Abbey was a good one. Uh, we tried a plenty of other ones that are, that are local. Of course, hometown favorite, Captain Lawrence. Captain Lawrence. Big shout out. Great stout. Great. Captain. Good, good fans of the show. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. That's right. They're not, you can't, how many times do we have to discussion, old man? Soul, right. Soul Brewery. Soul Brewery. Friends of the show. Soul Brewery. Um, well, actually, Nick, they are your friends. It turns out. So, were those the friends, were those yeah. the was that the bassist? Where did the bassist Stephen? You'll no, love this story. The bassist. The bassist was. Oh, was, that uh, was um. Fish, kill, kill something beer. Sing, sing, kill, kill, kill beer. Nick's gonna tell us the story. So, yeah, sing, sing, kill is the name of the brewery. Yeah. So. <clears throat> You know, we're we're walking around on the the floor, uh, going around the, these different boots. There's this man there. He's got relatively short, spiked hair, uh, sunglasses on, looking real still and stoic. And we, we Matt and I turn to each other, and we say, "That guy definitely loves his Scott." And and we said he's a he's a bass player. That guy's a bass and player. It, we just and know he definitely he definitely plays bass. Yep. Um, turns out we uh, we we went up to one of the women that was standing at the the booth next to next to him while he was on break. Turns out it's exactly right. <laughs> he plays bass in in jazz and ska groups. <laughs> and and I believe we also added it's got to be stand up bass. Yes. And un- unprompted, without like anything, he said, "Oh, but I I only really play stand up bass, like or jazz, upright, upright, just upright bass. Upright when I'm playing bass. jazz, only upright. It's only upright. So yeah. we had like a just like a, you sometimes you just know a person just on uh on first glance, and that was one of those times. Well, that's also how we met Duncan Alley. Was uh, walked walked by them, and I said, "Hey." 
I bet those people play D and D. Duncan Abbey, yes, that's how we met yeah. Duncan Abbey. Yeah, and I, and I, I just went up and asked him, like, "Hey, do you do you play? <laughs> Looks like you you're a good dungeon master." And it turns out they've been having a and D campaign ongoing for the past five years. Shout out to our friends Isaiah and, and Justin. Justin, who were Justin. Uh, very very generous, and we had a great time uh, talking to them. Maybe a little too generous because they they kept pouring us drinks, Matt. They poured us a lot of drinks. We're looking forward. We're looking forward to collaborating with them in the future. Let's hope. Uh, I think that would be a continuing collaboration. That would be a fruitful collaboration. So hopefully, we have not seen or heard the last of uh, Duncan Abbey crew. Justin, I don't want to drive to Terrytown. Send me beer. <laughs> I'm I'm all for taking a field trip out that way at some point in the near future up to Tarrytown, New York and, and uh, chatting with those, those fine folks again. So can't say enough good things about, uh, about Duncan's Abbey in Tarrytown, New York, fine folks, fine brews. I think um, the only weird part of the event was the fact that it was on a college campus. Going to be yeah, honest with you. That was strange. Yeah, that way, Pat. Um, I thought the weird, I thought the only weird event, the weird, the weird thing about that event is what that, the, Woman that tried to give you a credit card, Pat. You remember that? I mean, yeah, but she tried I, to get I you to say buy no. Credit- I just I heard her pitch. She's a saleswoman. She's doing her job. I, w- I was I was walking through campus lost and trying to find where to go, and all of a sudden, this woman took the phone out of Pat's hand and started talking into the phone about a credit card. At least that's what it sounded like on my end. Zero percent interest, Nick. In this economy, come on now. She came in crystal clear, and I heard every everything, every word about how Pat was going to get zero percent APR. She was definitely she saw him a mile away, huh? Is that interest in the credit card or the rate of the card? Uh, she smelled blood in the water. I didn't know Indeed. if it was my blood or Matt's blood because Matt was trying to help Nick navigate the Pace campus. But live you know, music you know, was there, right? Yeah. Uh, Shoprite, Shoprite, Shoprite was there. Shoprite was there. Uh, a little place called Chatterbox. Some good bread. I got some good Eldenflower gin, which was pretty, pretty oh, tasty. No, that 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 gin, Nick, was delicious. Yeah. Extremely drinkable. Like yeah, easily drinkable. And I don't know the name of it, unfortunately. It's Eldenflower lemonade. No, that's a flavor. Thank you. But I don't know it, the um no, no. Just Eldenflower I, or I don't Elder know the name flower. of the place either, Nick, but it's like on the side of Captain Lawrence. I think just type in distillery uh Elm Street NY and you'll find it. Is that Elden Flower? Elden Flower. Flower. Elvin. I Elven believe flower? it was Elvin. Elvin. Ellie's Flowers. The meatballs from Chatterbox, exquisite. Those those uh, spicy Never meatballs. Never been yeah. to Chatterbox, but I really liked their meatballs. Got to give a shout out to them. They had two types of meatballs. Splendid. Just just right. Just right. It's probably Current Spirits. Yes, that's the name. Sounds yeah, right. That's they're sounds like right. they're almost a hole in the wall when you go to Captain Lawrence. They're like just it's not, it's not quite a hole in the wall. It's actually a separate building that's very nice and attached to the warehouse where Captain Lawrence is, and they're great people and friends of the show. You, you can't Nick, just say everyone's a friend of the show. <laughs> you can't Nick, keep doing you really, that. You really like the cheese, right? Another friend of the show was the uh the mousetrap. Cheeses. Oh yes, mousetrap, mousetrap cheeses. Uh, they, also, they has knew a you by name. With, we were going uh, over. You were getting so much cheese from them. You're, I think you're a you're the official cheese connoisseur of this show. I kind of want to go to their cheese events that they have with Soul Brewing. Not going to lie, yeah, that sounds fun. Um, yeah, that's right. The mouse people have uh, cheese shows with Soul Brewery in Pleasantville, New York. Like what cheese goes with what drink? It's nice. Shout out to Tarrytown. Shout out to Elmsford. All these great, great places in. Uh, the beautiful, picturesque county of Westchester, New York. That's right. Lower Hudson Valley. All friends of the show. Peeville and T-Town. Peeville and T-Town. Um, my name is Matt Paravello. Pat, Matt Paravello. I'm here with Pat. I'm here with Stephen. I'm here with Bucephalus, a.k.a. the Cheese Man, a.k.a. the Noodle Maker, a.k.a. the Heartbreaker. It is Nicholas. Nicky D. <laughs> Boost, Nikki D. And uh, we are Tomorrow is Cancelled. 
And we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of show today. We got a pretty big show. We haven't we haven't been in the in the booth in a while, and we are back. Um, and I think things are things are hotter in the games industry uh, than they've been in in recent in recent memory. Would you agree with that? Is are, are things red hot right now? Those irons are red hot. I, I would say they're lukewarm, actually, Matt. I, I'd say it's all no, a little lukewarm. Hot. It's the summer, of course. It's hot, hotter like a like a hot meatball from Chatterbox. <laughs> like that's what the game industry. I want to clarify: of. they're not our sponsors. We have no sponsors, as far as I know. Pat the legal eagle over here. Yeah, but uh, they're still friends of the show. Friends of the show. I guess, I, I guess they can the be. Show. Another big friend of the show, Jeff Keeley. Okay, Stephen, can you spell Keeley without looking? Uh, sure. Yes. Do it. Do it. No. K. Can anybody spell Keeley without looking? K. K. Okay. E. I. I'm looking. G. What? H. Pat's definitely L. Looking. Yeah, he's e. speaking. Y. Yeah, he's peeking. I, see, up and I, uh, I only asked that because that. I only asked that because up until about twenty minutes ago, I that was not at all how I thought Keeley was spelled. Wait, how how do you think it was spelled? Yeah, I, I thought it was A E E L E Y. That's that's how that is exactly how I thought it was spelled. The same way, yeah. No, but, he's Canadian, um, I think. So he is Canadian. He is, and he's everywhere. He's everywhere these days. He's doing game awards. He's doing uh, game, summer event. He's doing. He's like the e three replacement hype man for uh, the what this kind of new intermediary. I think Alex Navarro uh, said Jeff Keeley's uh, iron grip vice grip on the game industry remains strong. I think. Yes, that's I think he said up. the the one the one takeaway he had. From these award shows was that Jeff Keeley and his and and also Troy no it was it was Troy Baker Troy Baker's grip over the voice acting industry is strong and I would also agree that Jeff Keeley's uh, grip is probably even stronger over these over these game awards or game shows. Did you know he appeared as a holographic character and? In- Yes, because he's good friends of Kojima, Stephen. The old Italian uncle came out and pledged his allegiance to Jeff Keeley. Yes, that was that was a memorable moment, Jeff. I like what you're doing here. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Doing a lot of good work for family. A true true supporter of the of the industry, and and the union. I think that was Glenn Schofield of Visceral Games, formerly of Visceral Games, currently of Striking Distance. Nothing but respect for you, Jeff Keeley. He had to kiss the ring. Was it the <laughs> kiss the ring? Hasn't he kissed the ring enough? Jen, Je- and Jeff acted all surprised like it wasn't planned. He was just like, yeah. oh, thank thank you. Wow. As that if was it was so nice. As if it wasn't a ritualistic. But, but, uh, but this is treat. about you. This is about you, the the the, the, the games industry. This is the about creator. the developers and the producers. Yeah, as, as if that, that ritualistic castration wasn't required in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was that was great. You, you, you uh, in order to come up on stage, there's a required two minutes of groveling before Jeff Keeley. <laughs> you know, I, the knee. You know, if somebody hasn't done it, that's something. Go through all that footage and just take out all of the, um, all all of the 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 ass kissing, the boot licking that that all these people did as they came up on stage. Um, you could probably make like a, a solid like ten to fourteen minute compilation video. Because it, it definitely, yeah, definitely happened a lot. There was a lot of, a lot of thanking Jeff Keeley. Uh, not not a whole lot of games though. Not a whole lot of no. good games. A lot of terrible looking games. But not a lot of good looking games. Kind of kind of upsetting. Matt, I don't want to say terrible, but it like games that we wouldn't want to play. You know what I mean? A lot I'm of, sure a someone lot of wants mobile, to play them. Maybe mobile kind of games or like, uh, I don't know. So I'll play Warhammer Forty K Dark Tide. Okay. That's, yeah, that's I, I September. Can, I can that's that. coming out. That's that going to be fun. That's fair. I don't even remember that in the being in the show. Because it was a blur. It was it was such a slog to get through. 
I don't really, I don't really remember anything from the, you know what I, I just kind of remember the last, the, the encore, the last of us encore, but we'll get to that. Not to skip too far ahead, but do you think that was probably the worst showing for a call of duty that there's ever been out of all the conferences in like the last five years? Why? It just didn't look like, I didn't understand what was going on. It happened without, that's apparently the first level. There's zero context for what's happening. I couldn't tell who they were shooting, what their purpose was. Does anybody really need that though? It's a Call of Duty game. You know exactly what you're getting when you buy it. You know, you know, it's going to be, you're going to be a black ops or covert ops or, or something. High tech future guess. soldier. I... The people you're shooting are the bad guys, right? Clearly. And that's all you really need to know. That's all but that... I kind of liked the last few Call of Duties. I feel like they were, it was clearer. They were able to demonstrate better. I just think they kind of dropped the ball with this one. They didn't even show off anything really like this is the hook. Like there's nothing to this. It's just Modern Warfare 2 again after 13 years. Do you think being that it wasn't an official like act, it wasn't like their Activision or their stage show? Do you think like that if had Activision had their own show, would they have shown it off better? Well, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like a regular booth like in the past. How, how far advanced was this event planned? Because it seemed like everyone there was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, think, Nick, uh, a little thing called E3 was canceled. It, uh, Yeah, no, th- this – and a- as a matter of fact, I think I think uh, Next Lander, our, our good friends, friends of the pod, I think they pointed out um, one, of the, one of the sets. They were like, th- this looked like it was supposed to be – something a lot longer or or very different from what it turned out to be. I think it was that last one, The Last of Us, when they talked about the show and they didn't have like none of the actors from the show came out. They had they just had Troy Baker come out again. Yeah, and, and Jeff and Jeff Keeley seemed upset that it was just there's <laughs> And Jeff yeah, Jeff Keeley yeah oh, you, you don't have being, a, a scout. Being a Canadian, <laughs> he couldn't else. get too upset, but he was mildly upset. For Jeff Keeley, he was pretty visibly <laughs> upset that uh, <laughs> this was – and he didn't even seem like he knew it was going to happen. Like it was <laughs> – He at least he knew was, the game – the existence of that game leaked out a couple I think of when they beforehand. when they came out on stage, he said something like, oh, and, and we appear to be joined by uh, Troy Baker and uh, the voice of Ellie. Yeah. Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Ashley and, Johnson. And, and, like I, I, I was expecting uh, Pedro Pascal, and uh, <laughs> okay, okay. And then they, then they just completely spun. They spun some random bullshit, contrived right on the spot about how Pedro Pascal had want. He really wanted to honor the 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 true um, contributors of the game. And that's why he thought it was better to have the voice actors present so that he didn't steal the spotlight. Is that true? Do you think it was true? How true do you think that was? Did Troy Baker or Neil Druckmann actually have a conversation with Pedro Pascal? No, they didn't. I think Troy Baker said that he basically said he never played the game. (laughs) Not not until like last year, apparently. (laughs) Like, oh, I finally played it. This is what I'm in. When's the last time you guys played uh, The Last of Us? And they were just like... Uh, well, I actually played it last year to get in, into the, the remind myself about the, uh, show that we were recording. Oh, that's right. Because Troy and Ashley are actually in the show for some reason. Yes. And, but not in just a cameo role in like a major position. They, but we won't know they didn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't tell us. They wouldn't divulge that Keely tried to get it out of them on stage and they wouldn't, they wouldn't budge. So. Why wasn't this at Sony's thing from a few days ago before that? Like the whole state of play. Like, why is this a summer games thing to show off a remake of a game? That's what probably like 10 years old, 12 years old at this point. Well, that's kind of also just a lot of, a lot of the games that they showed, I think we're also at the Sony show. And and I, I haven't seen the, the, I believe the Xbox one, the Microsoft Dropped today, right? Microsoft and Bethesda, they had their show today. The Last of Us came out in 2013. Okay, so nine years. But but I'm assuming that a lot of them kind of cross over. I don't I don't know what Keeley's vision for the summer of game. I think he wanted he just wanted an E3 replacement, and I, I think this is kind of the best vision he he had for it. 
So maybe E3 backed out so he couldn't kind of. Maybe he wasn't anticipating the other companies also do, running their own shows. Maybe he thought this was going to be it. But this is kind of like a like an odd cross-section between all of the major publishers and the major um, developers. It wasn't really. But I feel like th- there was nothing big. There was nothing like something that was like, oh, man, I can't wait to play this. Callisto Protocol looks great. I will buy that day one. Like, honestly, if I'm a major game studio and I have already have my own thing, like, why would I put it on this random one and not with, like, the big partnership with, you know, Xbox or the other side ones, right? Like, that, those are more important relationships. But I don't know. Maybe maybe Jeff Keighley actually owns all everything, so who knows? Well, maybe he does. Jeff had a better showing last year, especially with the Elden Ring thing. I just don't think, like... He had anything this year, but felt compelled to have a big show and decided to fill the time with dev talk. And it just, that's not really entertaining or engaging. I want to see the, I want to see the Fast of Us, which is a crossover between the Fast and the Furious and the Last so, of so Us. So you just want Vin Diesel in The Last of Us, except he drives a car through all the clickers. Rockwood's in it, right? There, there is a, apparently, yeah, there were all the, yeah, let's talk about The Rock. Let's oh, talk about the for rock his, for his new Black Adam, yes movie. That that was <laughs> that was something. He was so. Who wants to uh, who wants to explain um, the Rock's appearance to Steven? Isn't he the Scorpion King? No, okay. I mean, so 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 Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, just appears out of nowhere on a screen. Just to, and I, I think it even surprised Keeley because he just like turned around like. <laughs> Oh, I guess this is happening now. And it's, it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And he's he has he has his um, he's like doing that like TikTok. He's clearly filming like a TikTok of himself. He's in a gym. He's in a shirtless. gym. Right. Right. Shirtless in a gym. The gym is behind him. And uh, he's holding the phone up in the area. Uh, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson here, a.k.a. And he has like all these names for himself. And the I foundation. Yeah, apparently he yeah he calls himself the foundation, or people have called him the foundation before. He had like a line, a litany. Uh, Fortnite, Matt. Fortnite lore, Matt. Fortnite lore, Matt. I I don't. Uh, there is no Fortnite lore. The nicest nice. Yeah, pun. yeah. So then, but then he said, but my latest name is going to be AKA Black Adam because I'm going to be playing Black Adam. Who I can I have a, in the future? Can I have a, a, a lore segment? Yeah, hundred percent. Go for it. You sure? Yeah. Any kind of lore. Noodle, noodles, noodles, and lore. Nick and noodles and lore, and more. Nick's Nick's noodles, noodles and lore galore. Noodles and n- n- nor. Yeah. <laughs> noodles, noir, and lore. Pat, Pat is is Black Adam. I don't even know where to begin here. He's is he a superhero? Another goddamn superhero? Another he one? Is another one, Pat? Shazam. He how is many, Shazam's how villain. Many, how many superheroes are there, Pat? What? Which which partnership is he? Is he Marvel? Is he DC? He's DC. He's DC. He's, uh, hey, Black Adam is so, unfortunately. To the basics. Is he a good guy or bad guy? Bad guy. In between, Stephen, like Venom. Enough, enough with these in between. Can we just have good and evil? Okay, wait, 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 wait. We're not done yet. We have to get to the the first principles here. Which which superhero is he most closely associated with? Well, according to The Rock, he says he's like Superman, except Superman's weakness is magic. So there you go. No, Superman's weakness is kryptonite. <laughs> no, here's the thing, Stephen. Superman's other weakness happens to be magic i'm not counting any of the other stuff superman's weak to kryptonite that's what's and a red move. sun steven he's weak against a red sun too okay he has three uh, weaknesses kryptonite. steven wait superman's weak against a harvest sun yes a harvest sun it's too much for his farmer blood to handle did he grow up on a farm yes he grew up on a farm <laughs> did he obviously obviously he didn't grow up in harvest moon because of the sun but anyway what superhero is he most closely associated with, other than himself? Shazam. 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 He even has the lightning bolt on his chest. Even Pat, Pat gave a very succinct answer in the beginning when he said, Black Adams is Shazam's uh, villain, villain slash, slash anti-hero. Yep. And I already answered all these questions. So who is Shazam associated with? Black Adam. But also Shazam is just basically magic Superman. 
Except he's a so kid. There's not gonna be a, so. so there's not going to be a Batman in this. No, no. Saying. But the Justice Society okay. of America will be in it. Say hello to Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. What? <laughs> Is that real? That's real, <laughs> unfortunately. I want to go back. I want to go back to 2000. You want to go, back? go back to 2005 before any of this crap happened. Where we just had Spider-Man 2 and he fought Dr. Octopus and stopped the train that one yes. time? Yes. All this shit existed. It was just in, in Pat's comic book. Exactly. It was kept It was kept it's in the damn cellar where it belongs. That's right. <laughs> I want to see Delta Force. Listen, comic books are art, but I can't defend them. So... You're just proving all those all those jocks right. That's what's going on. The ones that gave me swirlies? Yes. And the one that almost choked me out in front of you guys? So we're going to yes. have Black Adam and Black Panther. Black Panther's not coming out until... Oh, wait. Is Black Panther this year? No. No, Black Panther can't be this year. That's I insane. Think, I, th- I thought I heard December. But yeah, the, the Rock thing is so weird. It, it, it didn't feel like... No, Black Panther 2 is supposed to come out this year. January. No. To this. January. Oh, no. It restarted production in no, January. It's supposed to come out in November. November? Yeah. November. That's mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. So they're not going to compete with each other. Eh, there's some overlap. But... Not to get too far off topic, but The Rock, his, um, his announcement was odd. To out say the place. least, out of out of place. The trailer aired the day before. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, the trailer had already aired. He wasn't pitching a game at the summer games event. And I mean, I get it. Like people that like games probably also like superheroes too. But it was just everything about it was just very strange. It was like um, I I don't even think Jeff Keighley knew about it. It was almost like he he somebody snuck it in there. It felt like an advertisement. But, like, Jeff Keighley has done this stuff before where it almost felt like part of the show. Like, he's had live musicians come in there and perform stuff that isn't, like, video game music. But this just, like, was straight up, hey, Warner Brothers has a thing to advertise. Okay. Check, please. What, what's their Warner Brothers, the, the, um, the fighting? Mortal Kombat? Injustice? No, no, the other one, the brawler with the Batmans and the... Um... Oh, the Knights? Oh, Gotham Knights. Oh, that, that piece of no, shit. No, the other one with the um, Bugs Bunny in it. <gasps> Multiverses. There you go. Oh, that game looks great. Is Black Adam going to be in that? No, but Ted Lasso then that is. that makes sense. <laughs> but Ted, La- Ted Lasso's Apple. But no, it's a Warner Brothers production. Is it? Yeah, look it up. Does Is he going to use a lasso? I have never seen the show. I assume it's a cowboy western. No, he's probably going to kick a soccer ball at uh, Harley Quinn's face. So, no, he's not a cowboy. No, no. He's just a dumb man who moved to Britain because he didn't know what a football coach was. Put Nigel Thornberry in Fortnite. (laughs) You know, Matt, you can actually play as Nigel Thornberry right now. There is a Nickelodeon brawler as well. That's the Nickelodeon one, and they're going to add voice acting. Finally. Did you see my poster fall? Like finally, finally collapsed. Yeah, the the Dragon Ball Z poster you had up there. Kid Goku finally, finally bit it. Yeah, those are uh, from Displate, friend of the show. <laughs> um, Can't say everyone's a friend of the show. Eventually, someone's gonna sue us. Eh, then they're not. Then they, you know what? Then they're not a friend of the show if they try to yeah, sue if, us. If, if they want to go to court and legally prove that they're they not, can't friends, be our friends. Not friends. They can't. A friend wouldn't do that. Grab your friends. A friend you would definitely have a beer with me. You don't know that you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I don't know that Jeff Keighley show kind of sucked. Let's be honest. It was definitely like a two out of five, maybe a one out of five. Jeff Keighley was great. He Keighley was fine. Was Keighley himself was fine. Trying to make the most of a bad situation. Keighley was I have great. Respect for Jeff Keighley. I have tons of respect for what he tries to what he's trying to do. I mean, I think he's just trying to give everybody an outlet. He's trying to replace E3 with something. And I don't really think he's figured it out quite yet, but I think he will get there eventually. He associated with someone or something, or is I don't understand. Where, uh, where he, I was from? actually just kind of studying his his bio, uh, because I don't know <laughs> I don't know where he came from either. Is he Canadian? Because I feel like I made that he's up. A, he's actually a free a freelancer. He's a freelance what, journalist. Was there an organization behind this event? It was just him. I think it was just... Jeff Keighley would go and get some people to come onto a stream 
and they filmed and they filmed on a in like a Disney studio with like all the fancy super screen screens. Where did he get the money? I think he's a writer. I think he's a writer that's built up a lot of contacts within the industry over the years, and people like him because he's affable and Canadian. Is he actually Canadian? I, I genuinely, Matt, I made yes. that up. I thought no, he's Canadian, Pat. You didn't. Oh, okay, there was. I learned that in the during the show. The other Canadian developer was like, "Oh, fellow, hello, fellow Canadian." Oh, he went, "Hello there. Here's some maple syrup." Mm-hmm. And uh, but the, you know, my favorite part of Jeff, Jeff Keeley. Yeah. Yeah, he, he spells his name like our good friend, friend of the show, Jeff. That's right, actual friend of our uh, our, our own literal friend. our literal friend Jeff. Yeah, and Jeff, our friend does not listen to this podcast. Our friend Jeff is not also not Canadian. Jeff, Jeff is not a friend of the show. He's a friend, a friend of, us. Of, of us of our people. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> but can we get him show. to be a friend of the show? Like, huh? have you tried? Yeah, we could, we could get, we could get Jeff one. We could yeah, try guest Jeff spot. One. Hell yeah! Yeah, another favorite moment of your. Uh... Uh, I mostly watched in like a fever pitch after I went for a ten mile run yesterday. Did Jesus wait, Christ! Austin and went to the gym, uh, and I came back. I put that on. Mostly fell asleep during it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's the right way to watch this. And then, and then and then went and then went to uh, a brewery tour in Brooklyn. But then I finished it this morning. Actually, the right way to do it would have been like after the brewery tour. It probably would have been oh. by a little quicker. Well, yeah. When I, actually, when I came back later in the evening, I, I finished the rest of it. Yeah, that's the way but to I do had, it. I had more attention then. Personally, I'm I'm not excited for anything that's coming out except for. Uh, it wasn't even announced at this this show. It was just announced today. Uh, grounded. Finally coming oh, 1.0 is finally hitting? Yep. Yep. It's finally hitting. Um, September. When? September. Just said September. Seems seems soon. Very soon. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a game I think we've all been waiting for because we, we played the beta a whole bunch. Unless you don't like spiders. Sorry, they don't call them betas anymore, Mac. They call them early access. So you give your time and sweat to them so they can understand what bugs are going to present. Uh, speaking of bugs, there are apparently a lot more bugs in this game than we thought. The trailer famously teased one of these bugs. Uh, or, or uh, and if you, if you, any, can anybody guess it? The end of the trailer, there was a big bug that has not been a praying mantis. Yes, at the very end, Stephen. Did you see that? Did you see the praying mantis at the end? Was it a slug? No, it was a no. praying mantis, Stephen. A giant praying mantis. We just said it. I just it. want to ride a slug. Uh, <laughs> you can't right. ride a slug. You can ride a snail, though. Is, is, is Stephen talking about like, a three-minute delay? Because Stephen, Stephen seems to be behind all the discussion today. <laughs> Try to keep him engaged. All right, Nick? There was the whole Shazam fiasco. Uh, <laughs> no, tangent? No. You mean a tangent? <laughs> Which what? When, when was Shaquille O'Neal the genie? That's what I'm thinking. That of. was 1995. No, Pat. Yeah. It was yeah. Kazam. Oh, that Kazam. Was Kazam. Yes. Closing thoughts, I guess. Uh, any any other? I I didn't see any of today's yet. I haven't watched the Microsoft or. Uh, I, I think Microsoft had the best show just by virtue of they decided to like just show whatever they could. There are some good looking games that they showed off. I think uh, what's coming to Game Pass. There's a game called Flintlock, Nick, which almost looks go- like God of War in a steampunk ish kind of setting. God of War 2018. It's free. All right, cool. It's free. Yeah. Uh, Starfield actually looks good. Doesn't look like shit. I'm surprised. Overwatch 2 is going free to play. Um, what else? Vin Diesel's riding a dinosaur because the only thing that could stop dinosaurs is family. Um, Diablo four looks okay, but that's not probably coming to game pass until that deal with Activision closes. Uh, it was all right. You know what? Microsoft had a better show than Jeff Keighley had, but a lot of this stuff feels like double a as opposed to triple a. Which I think is a big problem. When are we playing Grounded? Uh, in September, when it fully launches, along with War- or Warhammer Darktide. Wait, Grounded? That that trailer wasn't for saying that it's out. That was a date no. for when it's out. 
That's right. Yeah. Nope. Full, yeah. Full oh, wait a minute. September. That's what it's for. I'm sorry. It's for I glossed over two big things. Persona is coming to Xbox finally. Wait, which Persona? All like a three, four, and five. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like the current editions of each of them. So the one that went on the Vita and Steam will be for Persona 3. And Persona 4 Golden, the Vita game, will be on Xbox. And then Persona 5 Royale. It's good. I, I It's good that they're doing this because I needed a, a, a new reason to completely regret ever buying a PS4. <laughs> right. All you had to do is wait five years for Game Pass. Yeah, because yeah. I, I bought a PS4 specifically so I could play Persona 5. If it was too too annoying for me to switch back and forth because the TV at the time only had uh, two or three HDMI ports, which were taken up by the Xbox, Apple TV, and something else, like the sound bar. So I just Oof. never played with the PlayStation 4. So you just have a PlayStation 4 that's essentially collecting dust. I, I actually... Honestly, I, I'm just looking at my shelf now. I honestly have no idea where it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but also, Nick... A little friend of the show, Hideo Kojima. Big friend appeared. of the show. Wow. Big friend of the show. The biggest friend. He loves us. Uh, he announced a partnership with Xbox. Nice. And, for what? and to respect Hideo, I will not spoil what that game is. Like some people on this goddamn internet. Wait, did he, did he announce what it was? No, he just announced the partnership, but someone did leak what the game actually is. Didn't Norman Reedus leak something? No, Norman Reedus leaked that Death Stranding 2 is in development. But does Norman Reedus know what he's filming with Hideo? Does he think it's Death Stranding 2? Or does he think it's another project that he's doing with Hideo? Did Hideo, did Kojima and uh, Kanye ever meet up? As far as I know, no. Because I remember Kanye was tweeting about that a few years ago. He was very excited. Was that a few years ago or was that literally just a year ago? Because I feel like that only. How is how has that never happened? How has that meetup never happened? The Kanye Hideo meetup. Because Kanye might be a little unbalanced and Hideo has better things to do. Come on. That had to be more iconic duo than yay and Hideo. <laughs> Name a more <laughs> iconic duo. I guess my question is, guys, coming out of this, what are you excited for? Because I, I, I have things I am excited for. But they're not, it's like, there's only a few things. And I actually have to pay for them as opposed to just waiting for it to be on Game Pass. Grounded. Which you don't have to wait for, I guess. And Vin Diesel riding a dinosaur. Supposedly that's next year. Um, it, uh, arc arc 2. Arc 2? There was an Arc 1? I guess, I guess there was, <laughs> I guess. It always seemed to me like one of those games that like you watch the trailer for and you're like, oh, okay, that that seems kind of like maybe I'll give that a shot. And then you just forget about it almost immediately. You never buy it. But I'm excited for, I guess, Callisto Protocol. That looks good from the maker, the original creators of Dead Space starring Joshua Dumal, friend of the show, friend of the show, TV actor Joshua Dumal. No, not not a friend of the show. Not a friend. Not a friend. All right. No. I, no. Sorry. I, Fuck I, him. I have no idea who he is. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Fuck he knows uh, what he, he did. He knows what he did. He was in that movie of Catherine Heigl. I can't remember where they had to adopt a baby or something like that. No, nothing. What, what was the movie where there was like 12? Eddie, was it Eddie Murphy and there was like 12 kids? Norbit? Che- Cheaper Daddy's by the Dozen? Daddy's Daycare. Daddy Daycare. Oh, daddy, daddy's daycare. Oh. Daddy daycare. Daddy Singular daycare? Daddy. Yes. Do they take care of daddies? No, they. it's a daycare. That's it was a bunch of dads that ran a daycare. Yeah, Daddy Daycare, 20, 2003 American family comedy film, uh, film starred Eddie Murphy, Jeff Garland, Steve Zahn, Regina King, and Angelica Houston. Was the sequel Dream Daddy? Wait. Paul Blart was not in that movie? No, he's friends with Adam Sandler's crew. They, they roll in different circles. Oh, okay. oh, the Happy Madison shit, right. Paul Blart, a.k.a. Kevin James. I thought I thought maybe. I, for some reason, I, when I think back on that movie, I, I only 
I only can remember him being in it, and that's the only thing about the movie I remember. And apparently, even that is wrong. So, <laughs> segways. Oh, um, segways. Daddy daycare. Ah. <laughs> Thought maybe he was in that. <laughs> oh, you're, you're confusing. You're confusing Paul Blart with Jeff Garland from uh, 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 Larry David. Larry David. Yes, that's yeah from uh, Curb. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. who I th- who I was yeah, picturing because no, I, yeah. I also swapped them briefly in my memory <laughs> when you were when we were talking about that daycare. Yeah, yep. They're basically they're basically interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. I like Jeff Garland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Jeff Garland spells it J E F F, not like our good friends G E O F F. Yeah. Right. Right. Jeffs are complicated. A lot of different Jeffs spellings. You know, actually, today, funny you said complicated. I was just watching... Uh, be- Avril Lavigne? Right before coming on, I was watching a- Avril Lavigne and <laughs> Olivia Rodriguez play Complicated in Toronto. All right. Bringing the Canadian link full circle. Life's yep, like this. After Canada. And that's Holy the way God. it is. Um, anybody playing anything... Uh, Significant? They want to chat about real quick around the horn. Floppy nights uh, on Game Pass. Floppy um, nights. Floppy nights. I'm still working my way through Elden Ring. I haven't played it recently. I I've been trying to jump back in. It's it's a it's a hard game to jump right back into. Yeah, because I haven't I haven't played it in a few weeks. I went to go yeah. play it the other day, and I forgot where I was going. <laughs> forgot everything. I'm glad uh, I gave up on that game. Yeah, I, I, I am kind of in the same place as you, Nick. I'm, uh, I, I, I've stopped playing about a month ago, and then I tried to jump back in recently and gave up after like ten minutes. I was like, what? I forgot where, what I was doing, what my purpose was, like where, like I yeah, had a bunch I lost, of runes. I lost all sense of purpose. I lost all the runes that I had, and I had a bunch. I was like, do you think okay. you have to start over to get like a clearer sense of what to do again? I don't like, know. Do you have to start I, from I, scratch? I've already put in like 30 hours. I'm not going to do that again. Jesus so Christ, 30 hours I, on that. I, All right. I will say that I did download um I did download the uh the off of Game Pass the uh the what's that? What is that game series the where they go to the different places and and you shoot you just shoot stuff in the they different places. They go to the different places and they shoot stuff. What are no, you describing? It's, it's like it's like a vacation. Every every it's like a, a bunch of different exotic locations, and you shoot stuff in them. Hitman? That's no. Hitman. Far Cry? Yes, Far Cry. Uh, it's Far Cry. I downloaded. Is your Far dementia Cry. acting up? <laughs> yeah, it must be. It's Far Cry, um, and I da- but I downloaded the uh, the the really the DLC Far Cry, the one that was from Ooh. three, the one Blood with Dragon. The- Blood Dragon, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, no, Dragon. that's legitimately good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You sound surprised, like, Pat. I, I know we had this conversation that you wanted to download this again. Yeah. So I, like you want- I'm getting ready to play that. I'm going to jump into that, I think, probably today. Uh, Steven, explain Floppy Night for us, because I don't want to circle back, but explain what this game is. It's a turn-based strategy game. Oh, no. Which might sound like another type of game, which is indefinitely postponed. But there's also a card and deck building randomization aspect to it, which is not what you want in a turn-based strategy, but I've never been one for deck builders. So. I don't want any deck building game. Isn't that new Marvel game coming out like a, a strange re- like strategy game slash card game kind of thing, like deck building? Am I wrong? Midnight Suns? The one with all the demons? Am I wrong? The one with all the demons. Oh, no, all that, the... Uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I saw that. That trailer was kind of, kind of interesting, mildly interesting. I have no idea what that game is about, but if I had to, if I really had to gun to my head, I had to pick like one thing from the show to, to play or to be interested in. That sounded kind of interesting. Uh, I started playing Resident Evil 3, the remake. Um, does resident evil four need a remake oh 100 no no it does not um maybe it needs a remake in the sense to make it more in line with resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 remake 
where there's a slightly darker tone that's more scary. But Resident Evil 4, it's been ported to everything, man. It's been ported to a Brazilian console that no one knows really exists. Uh, there's a good video online from Stop Skeletons from Fighting. I cannot remember the name of it. Did you say a Brazilian console or a yes. Brazilian? A Brazilian. Brazilian. Well, oh, bra- first Brazil. of all, it's been on a Brazilian consoles, but okay. also it's been on a Brazilian console. Uh, hold on. Stop Skeletons. What is a Brazilian console? It's... Apparently, there's a big video game black market in Brazil, and some company decided to like legitimize the video game industry over there and created a console that is more or less like a phone. Uh, it's called the Zebo, Brazil's bizarre delisted console. Gazebo? No, Zebo. Gazebo? No, it's. I know a guy named Zebo. He's Chinese. Ah, hold on. I'm just going to. I'm going to drop this link in the chat. You guys can watch it at your leisure. But uh, you do not need a remake of Resident Evil 4. It has been done to death so many times. It's inspired so many games. Like Uncharted and uh, Gears of War would not exist without Resident Evil. Are you? That is an interesting controller there. What, the Zebos controller? Yes. (laughs) It's a a great video, Steven. You should watch it. Uh, Plugging Stop Skeletons from Fighting. I wish he was a friend of the show. I, I did kind of like reflexively buy Resident Evil 3 Remake because Resident Evil 4 Remake was coming to get a better sense of these games. So I did also finish uh, 2013's Tomb Raider. That means we have to actually film Resident Pat Stevel. Resident Pastevel? It's where you play the Resident Evils and we, we cringe in horror. Well, I, I'll have to actually face it clear eyed. You'll be like in the corner. With your hands over your eyes. How many How many Resident Evil games are there? Too many? There are too many Resident Evil games. The one with the, the scary lady, that's Resident Evil 8, right? That's the most scary recent lady. one. You thought she was scary? You don't like being chased by a big, tall vampire lady? No, the scary lady one with the werewolf. Yeah, I don't think she's scary, Steven. I think she's misunderstood. Doesn't she eat people? <sighs> you know... Scary. Steven... You're a mold man in her house, Stephen. Okay? Mold man? Mold man. Hans Moldman. Hans Moldman. Attorney at law. No, that's... I've hit... I guess we'll wrap up here. Where are we playing tonight? Uh, Grounded? Halo? Grounded? We've never played those new Halo maps. There are no new... Oh, you haven't played those new Halo maps, and neither is Matt. Uh, Halo. But can we, though? Like, I thought it was only for Did last it? part and standing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I saw I saw on YouTube the other day uh, Mint Blitz and a few other YouTubers had a uh, little YouTube video uh, post update. I didn't watch the video about the updates coming this month for Halo. They seemed relatively excited. I can't report on any of it. <laughs> um, I'm surprised Halo didn't have a presence at the Xbox thing. Not going to lie. It was very strange. I thought they would at least tease the next campaign expansion. But I guess that game is not in good shape. Were those? Do you have a soundboard? Were those drums? <laughs> No, you have to build up to a high hat. You can't just play it. <laughs> I just discovered this. This is okay. Um, I, I guess you couldn't hear it, but I, I played the clapping one while Nick was talking about Halo. I didn't know what it was going to do. I, I didn't. I didn't know these were actual like sound. Is that uh, samples? Through, is that through the app? Oh no. That might get us. Yeah, no, that that, now we're delisted. Now we're demonetized. <laughs> you better edit that out. I think it was it was less than two seconds. I think we're okay. No, 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 no stop. You can't. <laughs> you can't keep doing that. <laughs> we're going to edit this part out. Fix in post. Like you said at the start of this episode, you can fix anything in post. Fix in post. Fix in post. Yeah, this is, and then we just wrap the loop so you can listen to this episode in a loop. There you go. Fix it in post. Oh, my God. Wow. Is that licensed music? 
can't, we can't keep doing this. That is his creative expression because we're talking over top of it. <laughs> I mean, it'd be creative expression. It was like if it was at the start of the episode, maybe it was like the intro in, but. Diet, Diet Coke commercial, 1983. Oh, my God. Uh, There's all kinds of things. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See season seven trailer. Oh, wait, wait. Save it. Save it for Nick's noodles and lore. Oh, oh that's I can't, your punishment, I can't Nick. Into the lore of Sea of Thieves. Yes, yes. Nick's noodles and lore. Next episode. We ex- We're going to we give expect, you a whole segment. Uh, a document by next week. Next episode is going to be good. Nick's noodles and lore. You're going to get a whole segment, Nick, where you get to talk about the lore. Nick's news, all the, noodles, all and lore. Nick has to explain all of the Halo to me. I thought you were supposed to play all the Halo, Steven. I was, but then I was supposed to stream them. Sea of Thieves, Fortnite lore. Uh, yeah, you're going to have lore galore. Is there actual lore in Sea of Thieves? I want to know the Kirby like, lore. Kirby has a game. He's got lore. Grounded lore. There's the so grounded, much lore grounded lore is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. No, and there's Disney so hasn't much lore. There's so no, much. there's a sassy robot. Pat. He has a mustache. Yeah, the, the robot from Borderlands is there. That's great. Claptrap. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like the same voice effect, right? I It sounded exactly like Claptrap. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Is it the same studio? Or is that the same people? No, Obsidian is a complete... I think Obsidian's based in Texas, but they're a separate studio from Gearbox. Hmm. And they're owned by Microsoft now. Now, who isn't? I mean, you could also be owned by Saudi Arabia if you want, Stephen. They bought 10% of a bunch of people lately. Friends of the show, Saudi Arabia. You cannot say... You know what? Maybe Saudi Arabia should be friends of the show. That way we won't, you know, end up destitute. Yeah, uh, in conclusion... That's that's our show. Tomorrow... That's a pretty good talk. ...is canceled. See you tomorrow. (laughs) It's uh, not canceled. (laughs) And that's it. Bye, everybody.